Blog Talk Radio. You've heard about it. You've read about it. You've talked about it. And now, you've found it. This is Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio, the largest radio social network in the world. With your host, Alan Smith, a veteran of OTR Trucking business entrepreneur, and the most recognized name for assisting CDL students and new graduates. It's time to shut down that big rig, sit back, and come join the conversation. Truth About Trucking Live begins right now. Yeah, and welcome back to the show. Today is Thursday, January 19th, 2012. Our number is 347-826-9170 if you'd like to be a part of the program. And as always, Don and I appreciate you tuning in this evening, and we appreciate all the listeners, be it live or from the archives, as we broadcast across the World Wide Web right here on Blog Talk Radio, the largest radio social network in the world. And our listeners continue to grow, picking up, 1,053 new listeners last week, according to the BTR stats, and currently the only way you can listen to Truth About Trucking Live is through your phone, smartphone, or computer. Makes sense, since we are a uh, internet-based radio show, but that may be changing in the future. Uh, a lot of talk, again, lately about internet radio becoming available through your vehicle stereo. In fact, it's already here, Pandora Radio. Uh, is already available through your car stereo and some Ford vehicles as, uh, oh, I guess about six months ago they launched a deal with the uh, car manufacturer and the service is now available in 10 Ford vehicles and two Lincoln models and Buick, Chevrolet, GMC, Hyundai, and Toyota have also announced plans to integrate the internet radio system into their vehicles as well, so Hey, who knows, sometime in the future, Internet radio will be available in all vehicle radios, and Truth About Trucking Live can be coming at you right in the comfort of your big rig. So we'll be watching that technology closely. Uh, we have a great show for you this evening, highlighting a fellow trucker who is beginning to see a little reward for all of his hard work and dedication to a music career pay off. But before we kick off this broadcast of Truth About Trucking Live, let's uh, pass it on over to Donna to hear this week's announcements and updates. So, Donna, what's uh, what's happening? Well, first of all, good evening, everyone. Um, it's always such a privilege to be on the show with everyone. Um, the first announcement I wanted to make is, uh, yay, we're finally going to go to Mass this year, Alan and I. <laughs> yay? Um, <laughs> well, every year, you know, we say, yeah, we're going, we're going, and then something comes up, we're working, or busy or something so this year we just um decided yes we're going to do it when uh ahajan uh invited us to do our show at their booth in a soundproof uh booth booth that they're uh, preparing over there um it just seemed yeah this is the time so anyway we will be there at the dynasis apu uh Hajian booth booth number 1652 and uh, I was talking to them yesterday. It's really going to be great. They're, they're going to have this um, this truck there. It's the most aer- aerodynamic truck ever. It's called Airflow, and uh, I I personally can't wait to see it. I know you know we're we're into all this you know green and and all like that. So oh, I, I've seen it. 
Oh, you have seen it. Oh, I have it. And yeah, I'll show it to you after the show. I've got it on here, but it uh, looks like something out of a uh, out of a uh, uh, futuristic space movie or something. Wow. I know. I was getting really excited when I was uh, talking to them yesterday, and they were describing it. So that'll be there, and uh, they're going to have um, you know all kinds of drawings. I know they're having an iPad drawing. And uh, we're going to have a little drawing there, too. We'll announce that later. And uh, another thing that was really interesting, they have what they call a juice bar at their booth. And what it is, it's it's like this lounge, and then you can plug in your laptop, your phone, and get it juiced up. So you can get juiced up, your phone does, your laptop, you know. And anyway, we're really looking forward to meeting everybody there. I know not a lot of people said they're going to stop by. And um, come on by and fill out the form. If you have a question, you want to come in the booth and be on the show, uh, we're going to try to work that out. So anyway, that's March 22nd at the Mid-American Truck Show in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, Also, this is Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Um, Human Trafficking uh, it's the slavery of human beings for sex and profit and is a multi-billion dollar business. Uh, children are being forced into this slavery every day, and it's not just in other countries. It's here. It's it's in your back, back door. Um, the definition actually is se- sexual trafficking is the recruitment, transportation, uh, transfer, harboring, or receipt of persons for the purposes of commercial sexual exploitation. Sexual trafficking is accomplished by means of fraud, deception, threat, or abuse of force, abuse of a position of vulnerability, and other forms of coercion. Um, All you have to do really is just Google human trafficking, get involved with this, understand it, and once you read about it, you're, you're going to be on the bandwagon, I promise. Uh, Kyla Lieberg, one of the founders of the Grassroots Project, Truckers Against Trafficking, has created uh, created an enormous uh, uh, awareness uh, within trucking. I mean, it's just a, it was a grassroots uh, project that her and Candace Paris, her sister, and Lynn Thompson, her mother, started. Uh, now they've involved drivers, trucking companies, organizations, travel plazas, um, if you know, Alan himself posted a, a pic from the pilot they've got posted uh, right in Bellevue, I think it is. Is it Bellevue? Uh, it was right here in Ocala. In Ocala, mm-hmm. the um, uh, their uh, truckers against trafficking uh, sign. So everybody's getting involved, and uh, you can go to www.truckersagainsttrafficking.com and you can learn how to become involved in this. And I also want to announce that Kyla will be a guest speaker at the second annual truck driver convention, um, which is being held in October. And if you want to, uh, well, first of all, she's she's just a um, a gem when it comes to social media. That's part of how she she took the, her grassroots project off the ground was uh, just spreading it virally and getting everybody involved. So she's going to be uh, speaking on how, how she did that. Uh, I want to say the national hotline, if you see anything suspicious uh, for um, human trafficking going on in the truck stops, is one eight 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 three seven three seven eight eight eight. 
Again, that's the national hotline. If you see anything, don't call the police. Call the hotline. Um, We're also happy to say that um, uh, Paul Taylor of the Truckers Justice Center will be returning as a speaker this year um, as he continues his quest to educate drivers on their employment rights. Um, A lot of people wrote in, wanted Paul back, and and he's a great guy. He loves drivers, and he's... uh, I would consider him a driver advocate, so he will be there. Um, So anyway, a little bit more about it. It's going to take place at Harris uh, in Kansas City, Missouri, on the 27th and 28th, uh, right in their convention center. And the evening of the 26th, um, we'll be hosting a welcome reception, and that's new from last year. We didn't have that. So if you're coming in on that Friday night, just go to the Voodoo Lounge, and we will have a reception for you. And all this will be up on the website. Um, you know, we're getting all the details finalized and everything, so you can just go to www.truckingsocialmedia.com, and uh, that should be up in the next week or two, um, everything final. There is an invitation PDF up there right now that you can download to your computer. I do advise you to do that. It has a lot of information on it. And um, you can just save that. Um, Other topics we will be addressing, uh, government regulations, truck driver health, CDL training, and the truck driver shortage, and, of course, social media and the power of it. And I just gave you one example with the human trafficking. So uh, this this is an area that uh, the industry really needs and wants, and uh, we're really excited about it for next next year. I just wanted to go over the theme. So what is the theme this year for the Truck Driver Social Media Convention? Um, It's a gathering of professional CDL drivers and industry professionals to address the issues of most concern, network together, build relationships, and create a trusted community. And that's very key because... um, uh, the, the the key to social media really is trust, honesty, and transparency, and uh, this is what we're trying to achieve um, with these conventions every year. Um, as social media grows, positive change seekers uh, within the industry have actively joined together to discuss their thoughts, their ideas, their solutions, their needs, and um, understanding how to build these relationships through honesty and this community. And uh, I, I think that this is really catching on. We saw this last year that people really desire this. So we're looking forward to seeing everybody there. And any, anyway, uh, that website again is www.truckingsocialmedia.com. And I'm going to hand this on over to Alan now. I can't wait to hear Tony. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, sounds good to me. So. All right, our guest this evening is singer, songwriter, and professional truck driver Tony Justice, who just recently released his newest album, On the Road, available at all pilot travel centers nationwide. And he was endorsed by NASCAR legends Rusty Wallace and Roger Penske in 2002 that led to the recording of his album, Rockin' Rusty. And today, the title track for the On the Road album was written by country music star Kenny Chesney, and I believe co-writer Kim Williams, and I'm going to tell you a little bit more about this Kim Williams guy. And most recently, Tony Justice has been invited to perform at the pre-Grammy Awards party in Hollywood, California, this being 
the 54th Grammy Awards, which will be held on February 12th of this year at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. And he has been able to do all of this while still running the road in his beloved Peterbilt. We'll talk more about NASCAR endorsements, the struggles he's faced, the pre-Grammy Awards party invite, Kenny Chesney. And we're even going to play a few of his songs from the album for you this evening. So we will kick it off with a title track from the album On the Road. And when we return, singer-songwriter trucker Tony Justice joins us this evening on Truth About Trucking Live. her crazy, driving that old truck, she needs loving, but she's out of luck, he's on the road, he's on the go, he's on the road, hauling that load on down the line, while he's out there in the fast lane, her life's moving slow, he's on the road, he's pulling into Phoenix, she's pulling out her hair, and turning, wishing he was there. He's on the road, he's on the go, he's on the road, hauling that load on down the line. While he's out there in the fast lane, her life's moving slow, he's on the road. Truth About Trucking live on Blog Talk Radio. Alan Smith will be right back.
Alan Smith here with Truth About Trucking Live and AssetTrucker.com with an important message for owner operators and fleet owners. Hot John Incorporated is a company that makes the Dynasys APU, and if you're considering an auxiliary power unit for your truck but thought you just couldn't afford it, you need to talk to the Dynasys guys about their all-new financing program. The Dynasys APU saves fuel and provides AC, heating, plug-in power, all of those comfort necessities you deserve when you have to shut down for your mandatory break. It's definitely the smart way to be comfortable and save money. Their finance program is designed to make your monthly payment nearly half of what you're spending on fuel with their goal of making APUs available for every hardworking driver. They realize that times are tough and that credit is hard to come by, so they offer four credit plans giving all owner-operators and fleet owners a guaranteed financing opportunity. They can even get you hooked up with grants that can cover APU costs as well. Give them a call at 1-800-289-8282. Toll free 1-800-289-8282 or just Google search Dynasys APU. Visit them online at hotjohn.com. That's H-O-D-Y-O-N.com. The Dynasys APU, the best solution to engine idling. All right, thanks for hanging with us, everyone. You just heard the title song, On the Road, from his newest album release. Really glad to have him here with us, and we welcome Tony Justice to the show. Tony, thanks for joining us this evening. How are you? I'm good. Thanks, Donna and Alan, for having me. I'm excited about being on the show. Well, glad to have you here. Are you out there on the road right now? Yeah, actually, uh, I just pulled in about 20 minutes ago. I pulled in off exit uh Missouri, off of uh, I-70 at the TA here, uh, so I'm just a little east of uh, Kansas City, and I'm on my way out to Wichita for a 8 a.m. delivery in the morning. So just oh, keeping, man. Uh, yeah, keeping it going, man. I love it. Well, I tell you, you know, OTR trucking is hard enough, and yet here you are recording in the studio, releasing new albums, working with Pilot Flying J Travel Centers and getting your album out there, former NASCAR endorsement, title songs written by Kenny Chesney, live performances. I mean, I mean, what are you, man? What, some kind of Superman or what? Uh, too stupid to give up sometimes. Just keep keep on digging, and um, you know it's just something that I do. It's passion inside of me, and 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 if all the good things uh, wasn't, it's just something that. You know, yeah, says. you're breaking up. You're breaking up. You're breaking up on us a little bit. You got a place for a signal? Yeah, I mean that's been good. Earlier, is it better now? Yeah, it's better. We can hear you there. It's uh, that's uh, that's a problem out on the road. But yeah, you're sounding good right there. But it's just uh, it's just the passion you have, and it keeps you it keeps you driving, so to speak, huh? Oh yeah, I mean it's just uh, you know it's just like I said, it's what I do. Uh, whether uh, you have successful things happen or not, uh, you just you just it's in you and you, and you do it, you know. And uh, we've been fortunate to to catch a few breaks along the way and have a lot of people uh, to get on our side and and help us out. So we just we just keep uh, taking the little, the little baby steps and juggling uh, work and uh, you know family and and then the music. Well, you know, I, I want to set the stage for our listeners on who some of the folks in the music industry are that you have collaborated with because uh because you're too modest it it tells me that they see potential in tony justice because these guys are legends in the music industry i mean uh in 1992 you opened for charlie daniels at a show in newport tennessee the on the road album includes songs written by 
Kenny Chesney, which everybody knows, a country superstar. Um, also um, a songwriter, Kim Williams. And uh, for those who don't know Kim Williams, I'm going to tell you right now, he is a world-renowned songwriter whose songs have been featured on over 150 million albums and recorded by so many country artists you can't even count anymore, including Reba McIntyre, Clay Walker, Sammy Kershaw, uh, Tracy Lawrence, Willie Nelson, Garth Brooks, uh, with one of those songs being Ain't Going Down Until the Sun Comes Up. Uh, Kim Williams has had at least, at last count, 16 number ones, 28 top tens, and in 1994, won Songwriter of the Year Award and has won 24 ASCAP awards. So it is absolutely impossible to listen to country music without hearing a song written or co-written by Kim Williams. Uh, you also have worked with a, a songwriter and music producer, Randy uh, Baudot. Is that how you say his last name? Boudreaux. He's Cajun. Boudreaux. Okay. Uh yeah. A uh, songwriter and a legendary music producer. Uh, he wrote the song Broken Heartsville, which was number one on the charts in 2003, recorded by Joe Nichols. Uh, he's written songs for Joe Diffie, uh, uh, Clay Walker, uh, and also uh, wrote the hit song Alibis by Tracy Lawrence. He won a GMA Dove Award in 1997 for the album Little Bit of Faith, recorded by Jeff Sylvie. So, Tony, people of this caliber don't just give away songs they've written to people to record unless they see big potential in that person. But it's been a long road for you, and th and there's still a lot of work to be done. Uh, to be done, it's a it's a tough business, isn't it? It's 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 very tough. I mean, uh, you know, I'm you just do the best you can. And I mean, I've talked to so many different songwriters. I mean, there's been some guys that's actually been, you know, that's had some trucking songs out and albums out before mine, you know, that, that's been doing it uh, as far as trucking music longer than I have. And I've got, I've got to know them since this album's come out and become friends with quite a few of them. And, uh, you know, that that hadn't, that's been doing this for 10, 12 years, that hadn't got the break, you know, that I got with, with the distribution deal and, and Pilot and Flying J. And, I, you know, I don't know the key or the, or the answer to it. If, if I did, I'd write a book and sell millions and retire. And buy and soup my truck up or something with all the money, but uh, you just gotta get out there and go after it and and let fate fall where it may. You know, if, if it's meant to be, things will happen. You, you sure can't make them happen, no matter how bad you want to. And that's one thing that it's took me a while to learn because I mean, I, it'll, you'll drive yourself nuts trying to make things happen. But music is um, a lot of people think if you have lots of money behind you, you know, that's all you need. But it's really not a – it's a people business, and it takes people meeting you and liking you and then wanting to help you. And and I've just come to that realization lately of, of uh, becoming aware of just how big of a people business that it is. So you just have to stay with it. And, and yeah, it's it's very hard. But when you when it's something that you love, the the work and stress of it doesn't seem doesn't seem so bad. Well, you know, there's a lot of stories about country artists who are now superstars and legends in the in the industry, and one that comes to mind is George Strait. And uh, I lived in Oklahoma. He was out there in Texas, and and uh, he was going to go. They told him to, uh, you know, give it one more shot, go to Nashville and do a recording. And, and you know, he was just uh, – he, he had been in it for years and years and years trying to get that break. So he said, well, I'll, I'll go to Nashville one more time, but if it doesn't work this time, then that's it. I'm done. And, of course, the rest is uh, is music history. So you just can't ever, 
ever give up because uh, that that break could be right around the corner. And it sounds like you've got breaks coming up. I mean, was was NASCAR the beginning for you? And by that mean by that I mean, could that be seen as your first break, so to speak? Yeah, I mean that that uh, that was a, a great launching uh, pad for me. You know, it's a funny story because growing up. Uh, you know, it wasn't one of my dreams to be a country music singer or a songwriter. Um, you know, I, I, I wanted to be a race car driver and, uh, you know, drive a truck like my dad did. And, and it was, and I really didn't even start writing songs uh, until I was 19 years old and singing until then. And uh, I played music growing up with my mom. She had a gospel, gospel group, and she was a fabulous, amazing singer herself. And uh, so that's how I kind of came into the music uh and I've always loved country music. I mean, my my family was big country music listeners. So, uh, you know, it's just uh, it's just been the the NASCAR thing uh, was something easy to write about because racing is something that you know that I just I had a big desire for. Uh, when I got out of high school, that's what I did. I, I went and got a job, and I put all my money in an old dirt track car. You know, I went racing, and uh, I've always been kind of a guy to have dreams and go after them. You know, and uh, don't think twice about them. So uh, when I got into writing songs and performing, um, you know, I started writing about things that I love, and racing was one of them, you know. And uh, we we had an Earnhardt song that I wrote called The Man in Black and uh, one about Jeff Gordon. And then uh, uh, I had a, a good friend of mine in Newport, Tennessee, by the name of Jim Phillips, who was a pit reporter for Motor Racing Network that covered all the NASCAR races. And uh, he said, why don't you write one about Rusty? And they said he's going to be retiring, and uh, you know maybe he'll do something with you. So I did, and uh, we we went to the dealership that him and Rusty are partners on a car dealership in Morristown, Tennessee. And he took me in there when Rusty was there, and uh, you know Rusty goes, uh, "Sing me that song," you know, just out of the blue. I didn't have a guitar. I didn't have a guitar, nothing. I mean, I was nervous as, as you could imagine. <laughs> so I just take off a cappella and you know, sing the song. So I like it. He said, uh, "As long as they ain't got no." Uh, He's kind of more of a southern rock guy. As long as we ain't got no crying in your beer or my dog died kind of stuff, he said, why don't you go ahead and record it. So, uh, you know, that was that put us out in front of a lot of a lot of people. Uh, we got to be on shows like John Boy and Billy's morning show and, and Rick and Bubba, and, and we got to do some uh, big shows, uh, some uh, uh, fan appreciation shows for some big stations down in Birmingham. And uh, so, yeah, it was this definitely uh, launched me, you know, in, into uh, – you know where I am today. I don't think I'd be where I am today with, without you know that happening the way it did. <laughs> well, you know, Donna grew up in uh, New York, Yonkers, New York, and and um, uh, didn't really listen listen to country music, I guess, until she met me. And uh, Donna, you've you've kind of become a, a, a fan of it. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it's so funny. Well, first of all, I will say this that. No, I wasn't a huge uh, country music fan while I was living in the North, um, mostly classic rock and things like that. However, I was a huge Willie Nelson fan. So I, I will say that, that, you know, I, I can't say enough about about Willie Nelson. <laughs> but yeah, I anyway, think, think you've got to think for him. I think so. She's <laughs> 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 a music fan. She just didn't realize it. It, well, I think that that's what it is, and and then you know we we 
started hooking up with uh, David Ayers and Barry Allen, and I started listening to uh, the, When the Big Rigs Don't Roll. And before you know it, now all of a sudden, you know, I'm listening to country music, and I'm like, wow, you know, how did this happen? But um, I will say also I like Johnny Cash, so I guess I, I kind of did like a little bit of country music. Just it wasn't my, you know, big thing. Um, but I sure do listen to a lot more of it now, and especially um, you, you are an incredible artist and performer. And uh, I enjoyed uh, you performing at last year's Truck Drivers Convention so much. Uh, it, you, you did such a magnificent job, and everybody everybody enjoyed it so much. I will thank you again um, for for that. And we're looking forward. Um, I know we're talking with Harris now about uh, you coming to the next convention, and we'll have all the details uh, for that uh, probably by the next show. But um, hey, I, I was talking to you earlier, and you said that you what is that race? I can't remember that you're going to be performing at. Um, it's a big one. Help me out here, Tony. Yeah, we we do uh, both of the Bristol races every every year, uh, along with the people at Food City. Um, uh, it's uh, you know they, they have a spring race in March, and it's a day race, and then they have the night race in August, uh, which is of course they race during the night when the, when the weather's a lot warmer. And uh, we, we do a show there every year. I mean, uh, along with other guests, uh, last year uh, we had a, a uh, Rodney Atkins uh, come performed, and, my, and myself, and uh, uh, the bluegrass singer, Lord, I know her name, and Rhonda Vincent, and the Rage, which she is, I don't know if you guys have ever taken time to listen to her, she is amazing, and uh, it's just an all-out, it's a, it's a fan appreciation uh, deal that Food City puts together every year, and I've been a part of it, this will be my 21st year of actually performing at the show, and uh, I do everything from the stage to the sound, from the ground up. We, we do the whole thing plus performing. So it, it's a great time. Uh, you know, it's a great audience to perform in front of NASCAR fans. Are, they're a lot like truck drivers, and, and a lot of them probably are truck drivers. They're always a, a fun crowd to play to and uh, something I look forward to every year. I, I can't wait. When, it, when the, the night's over with, I'm just ready for the next one to start, you know. <laughs> well, let's uh, well let's talk a little bit about country superstar Kenny Chesney. You don't even have to really be a country fan to know who he is. He he wrote the title track to the co-wrote, I guess, the title track to the uh, On the Road album. How, how did a professional over-the-road trucker get hooked up with a song written by uh, you know one of country music's biggest stars? Well, I tell you, it's a little bit of a long story, but I'll try to to make it as short as possible. Uh, some of, the, of your listeners and and you and Donna yourself might be familiar with the Christmas song that's on the album, the the last track, number thirteen on the on the CD, called "Bring Daddy Home." Uh-huh. Uh, we act, we actually recorded that song uh, four years ago, a couple of years before they you know this album actually came out, and uh, we had some success with it at radio. I mean, not great big success but you know pretty good success for doing something on our own and uh our local station in knoxville tennessee uh, was just playing the fire out of it and uh, it was uh, the first two years actually it was the most requested song at that station uh over all the other wow. country artists that had christmas songs out so uh kim williams the songwriter of which i refer to him as the, the dale earnhardt of songwriters oh uh, man just, he's you amazing kidding Mm-hmm. He lives on top of Clinch Mountain. Some of the drivers, after listening, I'm sure, have been across 25E, which you can pick up at exit 29 in Corbin, Kentucky, 
and it brings you out at exit 8 on 81 there uh, in, in uh, Morristown, Tennessee, in White Pine area. Well, when you get to the top of the Clinch Mountain, where the Overlook is, there's some uh, condos there and a little store and a restaurant, and right in behind there is where Kim Williams lives. Well, oh, wow. Kim had been hearing this song, Bring Daddy Home, on WIVK, the radio station I'm telling you about, and, uh, you know, caught his attention. He, he liked, you know, liked the way I sang. He loved the song. And uh, he found out that Randy Boudreaux had produced it, which him and Randy, through the years, have co-written a lot together. So he calls Randy and goes, uh, who's this boy singing this Christmas song? I heard you produced it. And Randy <laughs> goes, that's Tony Justice. So he's a truck driver out of East Tennessee. And Kim said, a truck driver, huh? He said, yeah. He said, why don't you get him to... Why don't you get him to cut that trucking song that me and you and Chesney wrote? Uh, Chesney was going to cut, actually cut the song and put it on his next album, but he went to the, you know, the he kind of changed direction uh, in the process right before he recorded it and went more toward the blue chair and the sand and the, you know the kind of beach theme music that he's doing, and uh, so it, it wound up not getting cut. So they had already recorded the uh, the music to the song and uh, the tracks were done he said why don't you uh, have him come back to Nashville and sing that and see uh, you know see how it turns out so uh, we uh, Randy calls me my producer and, and we set up a, a date where I can go to Nashville and of course I'm excited can't wait and uh, we'll go in the studio and, and we cut the thing and uh, I guess from there it's history I'm on the way back home from Nashville I stopped at WIVK and that played it for uh, one of my friends there, Gunner, that does the evening drive radio time. And uh, he's the one that actually uh, came up with the idea of getting it to pilot, the people at pilot. Uh, so, you know, it was just uh, to get Kenny uh, along with uh, Kim Williams and Randy Boudreaux to allow me to cut that song is is a huge blessing. And uh, it's just awesome to have that, you know, a privilege to be able to cut songs by such great, uh, a song by such great writers. Uh, and uh, it's a strong local tie. I mean, pilot home offices are in Knoxville. Kim Williams is from East Tennessee. I'm from East Tennessee. IVK was supporting me there, you know, East Tennessee Station. And, you know, Kenny Chesney's from Luxville, Tennessee, which is just, you know, 30 miles or so down the road from Knoxville. So it, it had a real strong local tie, and, and everything just fell together really easy with it once uh, a gunner actually got it to the people at pilot and, you know, I was driving through Dallas, Texas about six months later and didn't think no more about it. You know, Gunner asked me if he could send him a copy, and I'm like, sure, buddy, you know, I appreciate it. And just like a thousand other times, you go, well, nothing will probably come of it. And uh, I was actually driving through the middle of uh, Fort Worth, Texas, a little west of Dallas, and my phone rang, and it was uh, the director of, of marketing for Pilot Flying J offering to, to get involved with our album and help us out. So that's the story. Oh. That's how it's the song. That, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. Let's. Uh, yeah, it's funny how things just fall in place like that. I mean, who would think that uh, you know, people of this caliber is just you know sitting there listening to your song on the radio and then trying to contact you? I mean, I think I would just uh, I think I would just die right there. But uh, let's uh, let's grab a caller here real quick. Caller, a caller from Tennessee, area code four two three. Go ahead. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, good, Alan. It's Misty. Oh, hi, Misty. Hi. How are y'all doing today? Hi, Donna. Oh, she may have her phone muted. 
Oh, go okay. ahead, Misty. There you go. I'm sorry. Yeah, I did. Now, uh, Misty, why don't you tell everybody who you are? I am Tony's lady. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Alice, she's the woman behind the man behind the wheel. I was going to say, she's the one behind all. She's behind a lot of this pushing for you, I know. Go ahead, Misty. I just wanted to call mainly and tell you all exactly how proud I am of Tony and how far he's come and excited to see how far he's going to go with it. Oh, you can't be that proud. Come on. Oh, I'm bursting, actually. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to brag on her uh, somewhat because she is a... Uh, She's my PR, she's my management, she's my social media uh, person. She does uh, so much while I'm out here on the road. She runs to the post office, mails out the CDs, has them laid out for me when I get home. So you got to autograph this one to this one and so on and so forth. She she really is, is the glue uh, that keeps uh, everything together right now in this deal, you know, so, uh, which allows me to be able to, to stay out here and, and support my family and, and my kids. And not have to sacrifice so much, you know, for my music, uh, which you know, it, to me is, is a big thing. I, I, mean, I love my music, but you know, I have my priorities, and to be able to to, to support them and and still have an opportunity to uh, have good things happen with my music, uh, I couldn't do it without her. Well, I know, and that's very honorable of you. And I know this song, "Bring Daddy Home." Uh, a lot of people don't know, but you actually, uh, you know, we know you received radio play, and but you. Um, you also donated uh, much of the proceeds from the song to military families for Christmas, so get that out there so people know that uh, you're a lot of giving that way. And Misty, you know, we got to we got to meet a little bit there at last year's convention, and uh, you know, we were talking about you know how how hard this music industry is and to get your foot in the door. Uh, you've got to be pretty excited about this Grammy thing. I am. Um, I keep telling Tony, honestly, ever since uh, he connected with you guys last year, things have fell into place for him, uh, just one thing right after another. And I kept telling him, I said, this is going to be your break. This is it. This is, you know, getting with the trucking industry and the people that you've met in the trucking industry. I said, this is going to be it. And sure enough, you know, here's a really, really big break for him. And, yeah, I'm I'm extremely excited. I think this is it for him. Well, I'm glad. You know, I mean, I grew up in country music. I listen to all kinds of music, and um, uh, you know, I tell Donna all the time. You know, I, I don't think I don't think this guy knows how good he is. I mean, he, Tony, you're just you're a, you're as good as anybody on the radio today. Well, <laughs> Alan, I do have to. I'm sorry, Tony. I just got to brag a little bit more. He was actually on a TJ Kirby show uh, last week out of Nashville, and. Uh, a voice coach, very well-known in Nashville, uh, her name's Renee Grant-Williams, was a special guest, and she was basically critiquing some singers' songs. And I, you know, I was listening because, you know, Tony was going to be one of those, and she did three or four, you know, and each time she would critique the song uh, writers and the singers and tell them, you know, what they were doing wrong or what they were doing good. And they got to Tony, and she said that there was nothing that she you know, it's all wrong with it that he was as good as anybody out there on radio and I mean said nothing wrong. So, uh, yeah, he's he's an amazing singer. I just can't wait for him to realize it one day. Well, we don't want his head head to swell too big. I I mean I'm I'm not really bragging on Tony. I'm I'm just kissing up I guess, because when he really makes it I want him to remember me. 
Was, I mean, hey, I'll, I'll just put it right out there for you, Tony. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. I mean, you know, I'd like to <laughs> I just want to meet Willie Nelson. <laughs> okay. No, we need to get this album to Willie. He might be able to help us promote it a little bit. You never know. <laughs> No, I'm just funning with you. You know, we talk about a lot of serious things here on Truth About Trucking Live, regulations and EOBRs, and, you know, sometimes it's just good. We like to highlight, you know, you know, special things that we see coming up, so we're just real happy to have you on here. Uh, Misty, are you going to hang with us? Um, sure. Okay. Well, I tell you what, you know, we've talked about, uh, you know, the um, Bring Daddy Home song, and that was a song that actually got uh, radio play which is the hardest thing to accomplish in the music industry. And uh, like, I, and you just heard the story about, um, you know, the song Bring Daddy Home. So instead of talking about it, let's listen to it. Tony Justice with Bring Daddy Home, and we'll, we, we will return on Truth About Trucking Live. Hang with us. Sharing my name. I'm seven years old Been a good boy, Sam And everything I've been told I took good care of the toys You brought me last year Sit by the cookies So you can see when you get here Got an ass school today I couldn't wait to get home Show my mom And as I walked through the front door There she stood crying And when I asked her Mommy, what's wrong? And she held me so tight As I wiped away her tears She said, Daddy won't be coming home For Christmas this year So dear Santa, I don't want that brand new bike Or that big red fire truck Sirens and lights All I want for Christmas this year Daddy home Take away my mommy's tears
There's a lot of copycats out there, but you know, there's only one. Truth About Trucking Live. Don't go anywhere. Alan will be right back. Hey everybody, Alan Smith here with the Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio. Have you been driving a big rig for a while now and considering starting your own business as an owner-operator? Well, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing offers the best lease purchase plan in the industry. With a small down payment and monthly payments around $1,000 or less, you make the monthly payment and when the final payment is made, they hand over the title. It really is that simple. There is no big balloon payment at the end, and secondly, the truck is yours, not a lease plan under one truck and company. So if becoming an owner-operator is your goal, do it the right way. Do it the best way. Contact Lone Mountain Truck Leasing on the web at LoneMountainTruck.com or give them a call toll-free at 866-512-5685. That's LoneMountainTruck.com. And be sure to tell them that you heard about them on Truth About Trucking Live. Okay, welcome back to Truth About Trucking Live. I'm Alan Smith sitting in with Donna and our special guest, Tony Justice. And his lady, Misty, is on the line with us now also. Tony Justice, fellow trucker, singer, songwriter. His newest album, On the Road, now available at all pilot travel centers nationwide. And Donna... Bring Daddy Home, one of those tearjerker country songs you're always talking about, right? Well, I, you know, I, I just can't believe that song. That's an unbelievably wonderful song. I mean, yeah, it is a tearjerker, but um, what, a, what a performance on that. that. That's a number one as far as I'm concerned. Well, Tony, the tearjerkers are a part of country music's long history, but you've You've got some hard-hitting, gear-jamming songs as well, such as Peterbilt 379 that we'll end the show with. How many of your songs that you write come down from your real-life trucking experiences? I would imagine Running Over the Road provides you with a lot of ideas for your songwriting. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, uh, traveling across uh, this great country of ours, there's uh, around every corner there's something that uh, inspires you. You know, it's inspiration around every corner, and uh, you... It's amazing the the stuff that you just hear on the CB radio. Just you know that old saying, "Shut up and listen." It really pays off as a songwriter because people will just spit out uh, hit titles. I mean, just the left and right. So you know you hear a lot of cool stuff on the radio. Uh, go through some experiences that, that definitely you know help help with with writing uh, songs. Uh, you know, I'll give you an example of Peterbilt 379. I was. Uh, Oh, where was I? I was uh, I want to say I was in Missouri or or Kansas one, but anyway, I was just uh, pulling out of a pilot uh, <clears throat> truck stop after fueling, and there was a, a blue beacon uh, right across the street, and uh, a guy come pulling out in a just a magnificently beautiful flat top 379 P. It had the big stove pipe, big stove uh, pipe, uh, chrome pipes on it, and uh, you know it's all decked out. And uh, I complimented him on his truck. I said, man, it's just Got her looking good there, driver. And he says, yeah, I got her souped up, shined up, and I got to get, you know, get her there by daylight, you know, his, his run. And I was like, two seconds later, I was like, that's, you know, that's a day game hit, you know. So I, I take off down the road and, and 
probably within 30 minutes I had that song wrote, you know, figure about 379. And uh, so, uh, yeah, there's lots of inspiration out here. Uh, you know, I love trucking. It's something that my dad did. I've been around trucks my whole life. And, uh, you know, to be able to write songs about them is, is a really neat thing. And then to have the opportunity to share them and record them uh, with other truckers is just uh, a really, really cool opportunity. Yeah, you were in the uh, you were you're in the um, January issue of Truckers News Magazine, uh, page twenty eight, and uh, that was a really good article about you, telling a lot of stories about you. I read about uh, Peterbilt three seventy nine. I think what it was, the guy said, uh, um, "Yeah, it's it's souped up, shined up, and be there by sun up." And so you had a song. Yeah, just yeah, just from from what he said, you know, it was. Uh, I was like, man, that's that's killer. You know, that's a killer hook, and the rest is history, as they say. I mean, the song came to me so quick, I, you know, I could hardly uh, memorize it fast enough because I have this ability, and I, I'm not, I don't know why, because I'm not one of these guys that was a straight A student or in school or anything, but I have this ability to to write songs. While, you know, while I drive down the road, I never write down a lyric. You know, I don't record the melodies, and then when I get home on the weekend, I you know I write them down, and, and that song just come to me so quick, and. Uh, after he said that, it was just uh, there's, there's been a couple of instances. I have I have another song that's actually not on the album, uh, which I wanted to put on the next album because uh, Pilot Flying J is supposed to do uh, multiple albums with think besides just this one. And the uh, guy was on the CB and he 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 got a speeding ticket. He'd had a flat tire. It took him six hours to get reloaded. He's just having one of them days that only truck drivers can have. And he said, "Man, he said the only thing I can do right today is wrong," you know, and uh, it just big old light went off in my head and I, I wrote a, one of one of my favorite songs that I've written, you know, the only things I can do right or wrong, and it just talks about a guy who's, who's made mistakes you know, in his life, and you know, I've been good at, you know, I can't save my money, Lord knows I tried you know, it's just uh, a lot of inspiration yeah, tons of inspiration out there and uh, just gotta listen sometimes, you know well, you've got some great songs, and it goes right along with the new country music that you know Garth Brooks brought to the industry. But I may get you in a little trouble right now, uh, Misty. Misty has uh, when is the song? When's he going to write a song called Misty? <laughs> <laughs> I've yet to even get him to sing to me yet, Alan. So I don't know about him <laughs> writing a song named Misty. You know, isn't that the way it always is? They'll get up on stage, they'll open up for Charlie Daniels, but. Uh, but for the main gal in their life, they won't sing. Well, he keeps well, telling me uh, there's going to be a special occasion sometime that he might end up singing for me, so I'm just anxiously awaiting. I think that's just how people are. You know, when I first met Donna, you know, she has a piano, and uh, I said, well, play something for me. Oh, no, I can't play. I can't play. I don't know how long it took me to get her to play the piano. She finally sat down and played a piece from Beethoven. So I was like, oh, yeah, you can't play, huh? We'll have to get her to play at the convention, Alan, and you, you, you don't let, the, let it out of the bag that she can play piano, so I'll just let her play with us. Oh, Not well, happening, Tony. Yeah, yeah I was going to say good luck with that, Tony. <laughs> well, listen, Tony, I mean, I know I know you do a lot of work. Misty is, is really there behind you. Uh, I mean, is it just... Is it just you and Miss, Misty, uh, that, uh, I mean, doing everything? I mean, uh, tell me a little bit about that. Is there, is, I mean, do you have an agent, or is Misty your agent, or what's going on with all that? I mean, you know, right now it's just a, it's kind of a family-run thing. Misty helps. Uh, 
my daughter, she she works on my Facebook, uh, accepting my friend request and and then sending out to them, you know, what we got going on with the album and uh, you know my mom helps with stuff. Uh, there's just a I've been very fortunate in 19 years that I've been uh, in the music industry to meet a lot of people who uh, it seems like at one time now has just come together and helped. So I'm, I'm actually been able to accomplish a lot without without a booking agent and actually even without management uh, just because of the favors that people are doing for me, you know, and uh, all the way down to the guy that I, that I drive for. I mean, he, anytime I need off for work or, you know, to go do a show or, you know, to go to California to do the Grammys on February the 9th, you know, I have a job when I get back, you know, waiting for me, and, and he supports me that way. And, and I've had a, a couple of really good friends that's invested some money, which, you know, I wouldn't have had the money to go record the album without them. And uh, so there's so many people that, that helps. It's uh, uh, on a day-to-day basis, you know, it's mostly me and, and Misty and, and my daughter and my mom. But, uh, you know, sometime throughout a week, there's uh, more than a handful of people that's doing something to help Tony Justice or to get my music out there. So I'm very... Very fortunate. If I started naming people off, we'd be here all night. Well, I mean, you're 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 really making ground here, and you know, we're real happy for you. Uh, you know, pilot pilot travel centers, Flying J. I mean, they really are very supportive of drivers. So, I guess when they came along and picked up your album and put in their truck stops, I mean, that had to be a pretty big deal. You know, uh, my daddy always said that. Uh, was a word time words are cheap, time's expensive or whatever, I guess something like that. But you know, a lot of a lot of businesses say say that they support, but you know, talk really is cheap and, and pilots done several things to, to their actions speak for them or they don't have to say what they do and how much they support uh, truck drivers and, and try to be, you know, uh, useful to us and help us up in our day and help us out in our day to day out here on the road. So, uh, you know, for them to get to get behind me uh, just a truck driver, you know, single dad, uh, someone trying to make it, and put my CD on the shelf right beside the biggest uh, country stars and country music, and, and give it a shot. As uh, is, you know, I had to say kudos to them. I owe them so much for giving me the opportunity. And uh, you know, I, there's still a brotherhood in trucking. A lot, a lot of people say, you know, it's not as strong as it used to be, but it's still there. And the truckers are a lot like bikers if you do something to help one they all appreciate it and i, I know there's, there's a lot of truckers right now that can appreciate pilot for what they've done to try to help me out yeah i i agree i mean it's such a great thing i mean you're on uh let's see um you know for his websites let's see you're you are at uh reverbnation.com slash trucker justice mm-hmm. and you are on uh you know for nascar fans you can download uh uh, Tony's songs from his uh, NASCAR album, Rockin' Rusty. Uh, just go to myspace.com slash Music slash music. And like you mentioned a minute ago, you're also on Facebook under Tony Justice Music. Um, Got to get those out there. Let, let's talk about this Grammy thing. I mean, what, you're, you're, you're just trucking along and all of a sudden uh, the people at the Grammy Awards say, hey, we want you to come and be at the party. How'd that come down? Uh, through uh, the guy that actually was managing me when I had the NASCAR album out has uh, actually had the connections there, and uh, he's actually lining up some of the entertainment for for the Grammys, and, uh, you know, they heard about uh, 
through him. They heard about, you know, the pilot distribution, Flying J, nationwide, and they had went and checked out the music and liked what they heard. And, uh, yeah, he's like, he just calls me up. Like, yeah, how would you like to sing at the Free Grammy Awards uh, Gala? I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, so I got you a 20-minute spot on stage with Eddie Murney and Van Zant and Richie McDonald and, and some other people uh, that still pending um, that might be there, a couple of really big names. And I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, I think I might do that. I mean, it's, it's, I'm kind of pinching myself. You know, it's a long way from East Tennessee in the cab of this truck to uh, the stage in Hollywood, California, playing for something, an event that, that big. And, you know, that's... That's going back to what I was talking about earlier in this business. You just you do the possible, what you, what we can possibly do, and leave the possible up to God. And that's one of those possible things that, that God's uh, put in place for me to be able to be a part of. And uh, it's super cool, and uh, I'm excited. I mean, I can't wait. Well, Mark in the chat room, and hey, everybody in the chat room, I haven't even said hello to you, but Mark in the chat room, he writes, I'm at a pilot now after the show. I'm going looking for the CD, so there's your one right there. It's a great CD, too, by the way. You want to grab it up. And, Misty, are you, go- are you going to the Grammys this year? Um, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it. Um, you know, with both of us working all the time, it's, and you know, getting him alone to the Grammys is, you know, going to be financially challenging let alone two of us so i'm going to you know sit at home keep working on this thing supporting as much as i can from you know this side of the united states and just wait till he gets back and hear how it goes well donna was yelling at me um don't even you know donna right you were saying he's going to the grammys one way or the other oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) no no doubt (laughs) Oh, Donna, a big thank you because when I when uh, I first found out about the opportunity, me and me and her spoke, and and uh, she's like, "Well, you're going, aren't you?" I'm like, "Well, Donna, if I can if I can afford to go out there, and you know, the cost of going out there plus the missed work, uh, you know, that adds up." And uh, she goes, "Well, don't even think about that. You just call them and tell them you're going before they get somebody else, and and we'll get to the other workout." She said. So she. Uh, she really encouraged me, and, uh, you know, after talking Absolutely, uh, yeah. You know, he's right. Now, I'm going to do this. And we'll Absolutely. You, you know, so much in life goes on faith. And, um, I mean, Alan and, do, Alan and I do it every day. Um, we did it last year for the entire convention. And uh, when, you, when you do have that kind of faith and you follow your dream like you said, you, you, I know you do, um, it it will work out, and there's not going to be a problem. Um, I just wanted to mention, too, though, you know, we were talking about, you were talking about that George Strait and how, you know, he went and tried that last time and and all that. I know there's a story about Elvis, too, isn't there, Alan, uh, where somebody heard him sing and said, Oh, yeah. Well, what, what is that story? I, it I'm, always stuck in my mind, but I can't remember the details. It has happened to practically everybody. I mean, Donna, you know the story of the Beatles when they came over here and performed uh, in front of the producers and all the big execs, you know, and they told the Beatles, go back to England, you'll never make it here in America. Well, we see how that worked out. Right, right. And uh, when Elvis first um, first, uh, you know, auditioned or whatever in front of uh, these uh, producers and execs, they, uh, you know, they just told him, you know, you'll never make it in music. You might as well go back to driving the truck. And, um, you know, that's the thing, too, because you never know when opportunity knocks. And 
I've kicked myself several times. I've had, you know, when when opportunity knocks at the door, you better take it. You better open it because you may not be a, another chance. You know, and Tony, I really feel, uh, you know, you, there's there's absolutely there's absolutely no way you're not going to the Grammy. So put that out of your head. I mean, this is a a good opportunity. He's already, he's already done done it and made the commitment. We had that talk. Yeah. Weeks ago. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. like Misty was saying too earlier, you know, I mean, things are things. You know, how long now, 18 years you've been uh, uh, doing this music stuff? Yeah, going on 19 years. Uh, of, uh, so, hey, opportunity. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's a lot like, you know, uh, I'll use a prime example, because before the Christmas songs and before this album ideal and pilot for any of that come along, I had you know, my dad had passed away. Uh, I was going through a divorce. I blowed my knee out kicking a tire scotch up underneath the trailer. Had to have surgery. All this happened in one year. My credit score went from a 740 to a 520 within 12 months' time because uh, uh, I, I didn't get compensated for the, for the injury. I got my surgery paid for, but I didn't get compensation, compensation for the compensation for those eight weeks of work that I missed. And it was probably the, one of the worst years of my life, and I just... I just I just wasn't even thinking about the music, and uh, it's kind of like I grew up when I was growing up. But when I started racing cars, I raced a, a high bank dirt track. I mean, and you could drive that car really deep into the corner and, and tap the brake and get, get the back end to come around and just salvage back down on it and be really aggressive. And we went to a, a, a flat track one weekend to race, and uh, I was just driving the wheels off that car, and everybody out there was passing. I mean, I'm driving harder, harder than I've ever drove a car in my life. And I come in the pits, and a buddy of mine's out there. He said, you, you know, you're overdriving the track. I said, what are you talking about? I said, my car just, you know, we've got to do something different. It's not set up right. He said, just go out there and just coast to the turns, race down the straightaway. And it took me doing that to realize sometimes you got to slow down to speed up. And I'm driving harder, harder than I've ever driven. So I went back up to the next one and finished second in the race. And when, when I had just given up on the music and uh, wasn't even really thinking about it much, um, everything started happening, you know. So uh, all those people that's been to Nashville said, this is my last time. And, you know, I've had people come to me and said, if you don't move to Nashville, you're going to have to move to Nashville if you want to make it in the music business. You know, and I'm like, you know, I can't afford to go down there and knock on the doors and, uh, you know, and have my kids sacrifice for me to chase a drink. I mean, I'm taking care of my kids. They're going to have the things they need and some of the things that they want. And uh, if I have to move to Nashville and sacrifice uh, my kids, you know, for my kids, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it, you know. Uh, but things have worked out to where, you know, I am where I am without doing that, and I've still been able to support my, support my children and, and be there for them. So, uh, you know, sometimes it's, I love that. you got to slow down to speed up sometimes. And when I, when I slow down, things start happening just on their own. Isn't that funny? That's a true statement, too. Yeah. And, you know, um, I don't know if people are wondering, but, you know, how did uh, how did we hook up, uh, all of us? Um, it's an interesting story, Alan, when we were doing the convention last year. If you, if you remember, uh, we were right down to the wire. And, we, of course, we had our entertainment all uh, – all lined up and everything, and at the last minute, um, they uh, they canceled. They had to cancel, um, and we called up uh, David Ayers and Barry Allen. So it, it's 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 just you know funny how things work, and 
And I'm, I'm one of these people that always says, um, you know, there's a reason for things. Don't be, you know, don't get upset or disappointed, even though we are initially when when things happen, because, uh, you know, things always turn out. So uh, I guess we were destined to hook up, huh? Yeah, I mean, and it's so true what you say. I mean, and that applies, you know, for your listeners that are just so, to so many things in life, not just music, but it could be, you know, any go that, that any of your all's listeners, you know, might have in mind, you know, to add an addition on the house or, you know, trying to get their daughter a car or, you know, you know there's so much stress in life, especially, on you know, you add the stress of being on the road and driving the truck and all the regulations and everything we have to keep up with out here in the traffic and the not good sleeping, not good eating, you know, no exercise. You have all that combined on, on top of everything else. It's real easy to get frustrated and, and throw your hands up, but uh, sometimes things just have to happen in their own time and sit back and, you know, let, let the man upstairs do a little bit of a drive and let us, you know, be the co-pilot for a little while. Yep, and just listen to that little voice and, and go with it. What is it? Let go and let God. And I try to do that every day. So um, yeah. we're just well, I, I, obviously the uh, you know the the invite to the pre Grammy award is is a, a big big deal. I mean that that's that that's a given. It's uh, you know and, and it's also obvious that all of your years of uh, sacrifice and hard work is is you know trying to pay off now at least. But what what's the biggest obstacle you're still facing, and what would you like to see happen to uh, to further move your career uh, in music forward? The biggest obstacle right now is just is a matter of having uh, some funding to to promote the album in a way to give it a fair shot. I mean, we you know whatever promotion we've had on this album, basically I got through people like Todd Deals and, and yourself and and people that I met through meeting you and Donna and going to the drivers convention last year. Uh, so you know having the the money to to promote it right is. Uh, it's a, a, definitely a challenge. <laughs> We've been uh, spending every little bit extra I got on it here lately, and uh, you know, trying to trying to get it out there. And we've got a lot of people. You know, Food City came in and actually printed up. We're going to have some traveling billboards on the back of about a dozen eighteen eighteen wheeler semi trailers on the back doors. It covers up both back doors when you when you shut your doors. It becomes one ad. And you know, they didn't charge me anything to do that. And I've got some trucking companies that are going to put them on their trucks and, and pay to have them put on for me to help out. So uh, that's a that's a big challenge. And uh, having the time to uh, to dedicate it, dedicate to just the music, you know, versus doing everything I have to do out here on the road on a daily basis. Uh, when I and then just when I'm getting loaded, unloaded, that's when I you know I get on my Facebook, you know, I talk to the fans and communicate with them. It's just I do it in my spare time. I can't dedicate all my time to it, uh, and I know that would be a, a big plus. You know, even Misty, she you know she works a full time job and she she's building the website right now, which is actually going to be up and going uh, by the weekend. It's going to be www.tonyjusticemusic.com, and uh, people will actually be able to, to go on on there and check out the bio and, and sign a, a guest book and, and see the upcoming events and view the people that I'm affiliated with now and my affiliates such as askthetrucker.com and, and we're working with uh, uh, truckers against trafficking uh, you know trying to help raise awareness for their great cause and uh, it's just 
it's a challenge, but if, you know, if it was easy, everybody'd be doing it, Alan. And uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm fortunate to, to have what I've got going. So uh, I never dreamed, you know, of it getting this far. And uh, if it's meant to be, then something's going to come along and it's going to get it to the next level. Yeah, yeah. I checked out your site, TonyJusticeMusic.com. Saw it was being built. So, Misty, that site's going to be up in about a week. Um, actually, it'll be up uh, before the end of the weekend. Oh, good. Oh, before the end of the weekend. Okay, TonyJusticeMusic.com. Okay, that's another one. Okay, so, well, I mean, have you had, have y'all made any, um, I mean, are, are there anybody in Nashville that you're working with closely or contact with or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, my producer, Randy Boudreaux, who, you know, who produced the album, is, uh, you know, we stay in, we stay in contact, and he's, he. He's written with several people, and those just tons of people in the music industry, and you know, is uh, getting our stuff to some different people to listen to, and uh, uh, the, you know, there's been some labels that actually come, you know, that's talked to us about about signing it, uh, signing a deal, uh, but they just want to come in and take everything. You know, they do these 360 deals in Nashville now, and they get a, a piece of everything, and you know. Uh, it's just, you know, I figure we got things going pretty decent ourselves. We own the label, and, uh, you know, if the right deal comes along, there's an opportunity there to, to do a record deal, uh, which, you know, would be a great big help. But at the same time, you know, we've, we've got distribution, which is one of the things that you need a record deal for. And uh, so we've got that with Pilot, Flying J. I've also got Love's Travel Centers on the Hook and, and Petro TA, uh, once my three-month exclusive is is uh, up with Pilot, I can go into all the other truck stops. So uh, there's some opportunities in Nashville. It's just uh, and some deals that's been offered, but just uh, none that's really a fair shake. And we're just gonna keep we're gonna keep doing it on our own until the right deal comes along. Yeah, it's such it's such a tough industry. But I mean, uh, the music producer Randy Boudreau, however you say it, Boudreau, he. Um, uh, I mean, he, he he's an award-winning producer. I mean, you got a you got a, a good name behind you there. But I mean, it still goes to show just how how tough this industry can be. But um, I mean, I'll tell you how, Alan. I mean, Bubba Strait is trying to get a record deal. Nashville. That's George Strait's son. He's been trying to get a record deal for four or five years. Isn't that something? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, all you like I was saying earlier, all you can do is put your best foot forward. Work, you know, do everything that you can, and, and the rest is just up to fate. I mean, if it's meant for, for, if it's in the stars for you to, you know, to make it in the music industry, you'll make it. If not, uh, you're not going to make it. But as long as you're doing something you love, you know, you was talking about me opening up for Charlie Daniels, and I got to talk with him, and I asked him, I said, what kind of advice would you give to someone like myself just starting out in the country music business? And he said, I would uh, tell you to ask yourself a question if you've ever been honest with yourself this would be the time to do it and ask yourself that if you knew right now today beyond a shadow of a doubt that you were never going to make it wouldn't make a penny wouldn't become a household name would you still do it would you still try and i i, I didn't answer him right away you know i mean i thought about that you know and, and it took me a few years Really, I answered, yeah, I'd, I'd keep doing it, but, uh, you know, I think I just answered, yeah, because I thought that's what I needed to say. But it took me a lot of years to realize that, yeah, I probably would, just because it's just something that's in me, you know. But back to, it's just a passion. I love music. I love to write. Uh, if 20 years down the road from now and I'm still alive and I haven't made it or whatever, 
I'm still going to write a song if an ideal hits me, you know? And uh, so you just do oh, sure. it. Leave it in God's hands and let the chips fall where they may. Well, I think I, I've got a good feeling. I mean, the uh, I mean, I, I, I've, you know, I've studied and researched music industry a lot in my past years, and and uh, you know, I just have I just have a good feeling, and you know, this this invite to the pre Grammy is is uh, is such a big deal. I mean, Donna, I just I just can't imagine that not leading to more. Oh, I'm sure it will. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. When, I mean, and it's not just that. It's the fact that, you know, when you do get invited, you're invited because people people see something um, worthy of such an occasion and such an event. And once, you know, that's like an endorsement, uh, then people start to say, well, who's this? And then, then the rest really is all up to your talent and you're performing because um, it's just a matter of somebody noticing and then listening. And just like that gentleman you were saying, um, yeah, hey, who is this guy? You know, let's get him to record this, uh, the, the Kenny Chesney song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, it, that that's what it is. So, you know, there's no doubt um, in my mind uh, that th- this is this is opening many doors uh, for people to see your talent and um and all your passion and of course we're so big on passion when i hear people passionate about anything um it it just it just moves me so you know there's no doubt it, it's it's going um well i forgot what i was going to say i was going to say oh the human trafficking thing yeah uh, and to be doing all that and and then to have uh that passion also because um we were talking the other day tony and i and that that's a, another big thing on his heart, and it's on a lot of people's heart. I mean, once they hear about it, it it, it is very uh, very addicting to get involved into it because it's such a needed uh, uh, thing. This uh, end slavery and truckers against trafficking. So to be able to do all you do, and then to still have that going on. You know, we're just so happy that we got to um, meet one another and and join forces. And and I'll tell you, a lot of people um, that we do meet up with have a lot of these different passions and causes. And uh, it's kind of like birds of a feather flocking together. You know, just a lot of really good, passionate people who want to do good. So. Yeah. Well, we've got we've got a. We've got comments here in the uh, chat room, and uh, uh, again, everybody uh, listening from their phone, appreciate you being here. Uh, I'm enjoying this show. It's a music thing, kind of interesting. Let's see, some questions here for you, Tony. Let me see if we can get them in here. Um, uh, Richard Wilson there in the uh, chat room, uh, waiting on Froggy 99. I, I, that's a, uh, I guess that's a station uh, in Pennsylvania or somewhere up there. Um, if uh, if a radio station does like your work, uh, what's the best way? Uh, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Oh, I mean, just you know, on Facebook or come. You, know, you come to the website. I have an email uh, on the website where they can contact us, and we can get you know whatever they want shipped out to them. And which website would that be? That would be the TonyJusticeMusic.com. Okay, that's coming up by this weekend. So okay, so just just directly contact you and 
Uh, Misty Mark in the uh, chat room, he says he put a friend request to Miss Misty on Facebook, too, so uh, you can look out for that. And um, let's see. Helen, uh, uh, let's see. Tony, oh, Tony, it sounded good. Oh, okay. Helen Johnston here in our chat room. Um, could you please ask him about where one hot mother trucker came from? We meet, we need more songs about the women out here. Tony drives and sings, but he also has a family life. Way to go, Tony. So one hot mother trucker, where'd that come from? It actually comes from a singer, a songwriter out of Nashville who, who was actually a producer. He actually produced, uh, George Strait's first album and, uh, produced first two, uh, Hold on a second, I got a call coming in. I gotta decline them here. Uh, the first two Keith Whitley albums, and uh, I'm sitting here trying to remember his name, and I know it like I know it my own, and it's printed on my CD, but I printed it so small when we designed this, but uh, I'll just have to get back with Helen. Helen is one of my Facebook friends, by the way, and she is an amazing person, and I talk to her about on a daily basis. So I'll just I'll have to. Uh, message her the name of the gentleman that actually wrote the song but uh it was one of those things where it was uh i was sitting in the studio kind of pitching myself that i got to record this guy's songs too i mean because there's so many writers on here i mean irv woosley wrote red hot firehouse man i mean irv is george Strait's manager and has been for a gazillion years you know, since george Strait's been in the business you know uh we got donnie keys Jeff Sylvie, which was the album that Randy produced, that he won the Dove Award for, the CMA uh, Christian Album of the Year, uh, with Jeff Sylvie as the artist, uh, is also uh, on here as a writer. Uh, Donnie Keys has, has written uh, three or four George Strait number ones, you know. So uh, just, <laughs> I don't know, I mean, it just fell in my lap, Helen, I guess, to answer your question. And he goes, I got a song, you know, I heard you're doing a trucking album. And I'm like, yeah, and he said, let me play it for you, and he played it, and I liked it, so I want to cut it. And then Randy comes up to me later and goes, you know who that is? I'm like, I don't know, I just met him. You know, he's a, uh, it's a you don't pitch your songs to anybody. So it was just another one of those uh, uh, that God, God put, it, you know, put on the plate for me, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's so funny. I mean, you're, you're throwing out these legendary names in the music industry, rubbing shoulders with them. I mean, you, uh, I mean, you're, 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 you're you're standing on a ledge there. You're just right there, man. You're just right there. What about this? Uh, you've got some funny songs, uh, some good songs. Trick My Truck. How did that come about? Trick My Truck was written by two. Uh, it's funny because as far as writers on the album, it goes from one extreme to the other. We have a lot of very successful writers, and we have a lot of writers on this album who's their first cut they've ever got. Uh, uh, Jeff Prince, the guy that wrote Wheels and uh, Wheels and Wings, which is, I think is one of the better songs on the album. Uh, it was it was his first cut, and you know he's been trying for to get a cut uh, as, for longer than I've been trying to to make it as an artist. So you know, get, even getting your songs cut is it's just as hard as getting a record deal in that town. And uh, so it's funny how it goes from one extreme uh, to the other on, on the writers coming in, you know, from being guys that. By the way, that's a great song. Wheels and Wings. Oh, well, they're all great. I was thinking of Trick My Truck. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, the two brothers from Kentucky uh, wrote that song, and it's, it's their first cut. And uh, they had gotten the song to my producer, Randy Boudreaux, and Randy played it for me. And uh, I said, man, we got to re record that because 
it reminded me so much of the first truck that I drove. I, I got a job for a, a, a guy in Newport, Tennessee, hauling tobacco from London, Kentucky, to uh, uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And I had an old, I don't know, 84 model Freightliner. And, uh, hey, I mean, that thing, the fenders shook and the, the windows wouldn't hardly roll down, no air conditioning. And, and uh, it just, that song reminded me of that truck so much. And uh, I said, you know, i got to put that out. Because about every truck driver out there at some point or another has probably had to drive a heat for a little while. And that was that was my heat that needed to be tricked. So when I heard that song, it just it brought back a lot of memories of, of my first days of driving. Well, well, Misty, are are you a songwriter at all? Do you help out anything along those lines? No, no, no. That is all Tony's. That's all Tony. Are, I, are, uh, do, you, do you sing? Nope. Don't do that either. No. 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 I, <laughs> I wish I could. All right. <laughs> well, listen. I I know uh uh I know you got a you got a 8 a.m. delivery, Tony. Uh, we'll, we're going to wrap it up here in a little bit. Uh, let's uh, uh let's uh, do one more song here. Let's do "Trick My Truck" so you can hear what we're talking about, and we'll return here on Truth About Trucking Live with singer songwriter and trucker Tony Justice. Going to be uh, performing at the Pre-Grammy Awards Party in Hollywood, California in February. We'll be right back to wrap it up. He's got to get on down the road for his 8 a.m. delivery, but here he is. Trick my truck. We'll be right back. Hang with us. Taking her own sweet time She's a person and a guzzling Running me way behind Sleeper lost a corner When I jacked off my trailer last year It's beat all to hell And hung up in damn six gear I wish somebody would Jobs for my back and a DVD. Beads to cover up the master suite and a big old flat screen TV. <laughs> Ain't gonna be an HD, but it'd be nice if it was. Just give me flames and chrome, make it go faster than it does. I wish somebody would treat my truck. It's broker than you know what Squeaking louder than a rubber duck Ain't nothing but a steel gear This thing's slower than a one-wheel drive Can't even get it up to 45 Come on, show me some love Somebody trick my truck 
you're the truckers on the interstate They just keep on trucking while they snicker and wait I send the smoke signals, I'm the laughing stock I just hope I make it to the pilot parking lot Okay, Trick My Truck from On The Road album from our guest, uh, uh, Tony Justice. And, Tony, I guess Richard has another question here for you. I guess he's got something cooking with his Froggy 99 radio station. He's wanting to know if there's a, if he can just, is there a way just to contact you uh, directly? Yeah, I mean, he can go to Tony.Justice17 at yahoo.com and email me and we'll take care of whatever needs to be taken care of for him. Okay. I, love Richard. I met Richard at the trucking convention last year and, and, and he's my kind of cat. I, that, I had a ball with him and, he, and I know he works hard uh, out there for supporting the truck drivers and, and uh, you know trying to help us out with all these regulations and everything. So I'd like to speak on his behalf for a moment and, uh, and, and say you know what a great guy he is. Yeah, he sure is. Yeah, he's going to wring my neck next time he sees me because, he, he, you know, he was a winner of your prize giveaway, and I, and I took it home with me. Yeah, where to go, Alan? But, hey, you know, he was already gone, and, and, you know, I kept telling myself, I've got to tell Richard I have it, and it just keeps slipping my mind. You know, I put in 65, 70 hours a week, a, a week and, and I just kept forgetting, and finally last week Donna said something about it, and I said, well, it's right there, but it's in the bedroom, all boxed up, ready to go. But So anyway, Richard, sorry, I have it for you, though. It, you're you're the winner, and, and I'll get it to you, so just let me know where to mail it. No, he he sent the the address already. It's I just have to go to the post office tomorrow. Oh, okay, good. Okay, we'll get that to him. And anyway, so all right. Well, so you've got an 8 a.m. delivery. You got to get down the road, huh? Yeah, I, uh, get across these Maysville scales. I don't. I don't. Uh, the 14 hour clock still ticking, and I don't know if uh, if this uh, interview is would be a good enough excuse if I'm not uh, if I'm over. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I hear you. So, well, listen, we uh, we appreciate you joining us, and Misty, glad you jumped in here, too. Glad to have you here, and good luck to you. Thank you, Alan. I also wanted to let you know, with the website, uh, Tony will have a new email address to where people can contact him. Uh, it's Tony at TonyJusticeMusic.com. Oh, perfect. So if anybody, yeah, if anybody needs to get a hold of him, uh, I check it pretty much on an hourly basis, so there's always a quick... Uh, response or turnaround with that. So, anybody needs anything, that's the best way to get a hold of him. Okay. Well, sounds good. Well, thanks again for joining us and Tony Drive Safe and keep in touch. And we'll be looking out for you at the Grammys because uh, you're you're going to be there one way or the other. So don't worry about it. Yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to it. I appreciate uh, both you and Donna uh, so much for for having having us on the show and and uh, helping out with uh, getting the word out about the album. Uh, you guys have done uh, more for this album probably than what you realize. And uh, 
So, you know, I uh, definitely owe you. When I hit the big time and get that first number one, I definitely owe you guys some favors back. And I can't wait to pay you back. Willie Nelson. <laughs> yeah, I've got it. I've got it. I, I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> that, that's all she wants. She wants to meet Willie Nelson. But uh, I I don't know if we've done that much, but uh, uh, Drive Safe, Tony, appreciate it, and uh, we'll be in touch with you, and uh, everything sounds great. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll be watching your career as it moves forward because, uh, again, I have a good feeling that big things are coming your way. So thanks again. And, and um, uh, Donna, pretty exciting for a fellow truck driver dealing with the workload yeah. that comes from OTR trucking and also working towards a career as tough as the music industry. Oh, it is. And, and you know, we're always saying we try to um, – to promote everybody who who is in the trucking industry, who's who's either a driver or has something to do with the industry, who wants to you know uh, be a part of of something else. So th- this is really really exciting to have to have a fellow a fellow driver, um, you know, just be doing such wonderful and great things. And we're real happy to have him on the show tonight. And we appreciate you taking the time. And we better let him go, or that fourteen hour clock is. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, he's he, yeah. You you can go ahead and head off there, Tony. And uh, you know, he reminds me. I mean, he, and he's really such a good guy. I mean, he's he's just so laid back and and kind, and kind of reminds me of Elvis a little bit. You know, just kind of. Uh, Easy going and just a nice guy, you know. And uh, so we wish him the best. And you can show your support for this fellow driver by picking up a copy of his newest release, On the Road, at any Pilot Travel Center nationwide. And you can download his songs either all together or individually at uh, one website, ReverbNation.com slash TruckerJustice. Uh, like I said, NASCAR fans, grab those songs off the Rockin' Rusty album from MySpace.com slash Tony Justice Music slash Music. And uh, Tony's also on Facebook under Tony Justice Music. And his newest uh, website, TonyJusticeMusic.com, will be up in just a matter of days. So keep an eye out there. And um, contact information will be on there. So we're going to be watching this guy and... Uh, uh, don't ask for anything in return. We're just we're just happy for him and glad to get uh, help him get out there the best we can. So, um, thanks for hanging out with me and Donna this evening. Hope you enjoyed the show and stay on the lookout for Tony Justice. You may just see him out there on the road somewhere. We'll we'll leave you with one of Tony's foot stomping, gear jamming, gum chewing songs from his album. This will get you going. Tony Justice with Peterbilt 379 we were just talking about. So until uh, next time, for Donna Smith, truthabouttrucking.com, askthetrucker.com, truckingsocialmedia.com, Blog Talk Radio, and Truth About Trucking Live, I'm Alan Smith. Drive safe. Books, I got a record to keep. I got a one on my dash, one on the seat. I got the chrome polished up and she's a looking girl. I want a hundred cat burn underneath the hood. I've been home too long, it's starting to show. Destination come a rain or shine. In my two-dub sign up, get you there by sun up. Peter Bill, 379.
Tony Justice from his newest album, On the Road. Pick it, pick up your copy at any uh, Pilot Flying J Travel Center nationwide. Keep your eye open for this guy. He's on his way. Thanks for joining us, everybody listening on the lines. Those in the chat room, appreciate it. Uh, check out our show schedule at blogtalkradio.com forward slash truth about trucking. We'll be putting up some more shows here shortly. Going to have a, have a great show planned for you next week. Uh, we'll have it up there shortly for you. Until then... We'll see you. Drive safe, and thanks for joining us.